0: Welcome to Newsfix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. All eyes have been on Wisconsin this weekend. First, as Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted on all charges, and secondly, after at least five people were killed during a Christmas parade. It's Monday, November 22nd. Here's your Newsfix. At least five people have been killed and 40 were injured when a person drove through a Christmas parade in the city of Wacooshia in Wisconsin. According to CBS News, the incident is not being treated as terrorism at the moment and the suspect who is now in custody was apparently fleeing from another scene in possibly a knife fight. Multiple children were injured and police reportedly shot at the suspect's vehicle to stop them. It's worth noting that while there are multiple reports of who the suspect might be online, authorities have not officially released any information. It's also worth noting that at this point there is nothing to suggest this incident is connected to the outcome of Kyle Rittenhouse's trial on Friday. In the newsletter this morning we've included a video of the moment the red SUV arrived at the parade but we have not included some of the graphic content that has been featured online. Now let's look at why else Wisconsin has been in the news this weekend. On Friday, a jury acquitted Kyle Rittenhouse on all counts following a two-week trial. Rittenhouse faced a possible life sentence after shooting and killing two people during protest against racism last summer and injuring a third. In terms of the background here, let's take it back to the summer of 2020. Weeks after the murder of George Floyd by police officer Derek Chauvin, another black man called Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times by an officer. The police were responding to a domestic incident and at the time there was an arrest warrant for Blake relating to charges of other domestic violence incidents and a sexual assault. Blake was left paralyzed from the waist down by the shooting and the incident at a time of racial reckoning in the US sparked widespread protests. In particular, there were protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin where it happened. And what has this got to do with Kyle Rittenhouse? Well, Kyle and a friend crossed state lines in what he said was an effort to protect businesses from the looting that occurred during some protests. Rittenhouse, who was 17 at the time, was armed with an AR-15 style weapon. During that night, as mentioned, he shot three men, killing two of them. And back to Kyle's trial, the jury deliberated for more than 24 hours before delivering the not guilty verdicts. While many were shocked by the outcome, a number of legal experts over the weekend said they were not surprised. And in the newsletter, we've included an excellent article outlining the key moments and the determining factors in the outcome of that trial. Now in sports news, Ollie out. In expected news, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer left his role as Manchester United's football manager on Sunday, following a few disastrous results in recent weeks. The statement from the club made it clear Ali will, quote, always be a legend, adding his place in the club's history will always be secure. Michael Carrick now takes charge for forthcoming games, with the club looking for an interim manager by the end of the season. And Ali gave an emotional departing interview, which we've included in the newsletter, that has been viewed more than 3.4 million times in less than 24 hours. In terms of what else is going on in sport, the president of the International Olympic Committee spoke via video call to Peng Shuai, the Chinese tennis player who raised concerns recently. In a 30-minute call, Peng reportedly said she is safe and well, but would quote, Like to have her privacy respected at this time and it's a story we'll keep an eye on for any further developments now in the pandemic in light of the reintroduction of some coronavirus restrictions a number of protests occurred across europe over the weekend while the protests varied in size and over slightly different reasons there were anti-lockdown and anti-vaccine demonstrations reported in belgium the netherlands austria and italy switzerland denmark and croatia In some instances, police use water cannons and tear gas to disperse the crowds. In terms of what's happening and where, from today, Austria re-enters a national lockdown amid a surge in infection rates. The country also announced mandatory vaccinations by February 2022. Also from today, in Croatia, only people with vaccine certificates can enter public and government buildings. And in the Netherlands, the country is in a partial lockdown. As CNN noted, it is now planning to limit access to certain venues for those who are not vaccinated. A CNN headline over the weekend summed up the entire situation and said it's beginning to look a lot like lockdown. The article also referred to Ireland as a quote Cinderella state for its midnight curfew. And lastly, an Australian reporter has apologised and was reportedly left mortified following a disastrous interview with Adele. According to widespread reports, the interview cost the network around a million dollars. They flew reporter Matt Doran to London for the interview, only for him to admit to the singer he had not listened to her new album. According to The Guardian, Sony is refusing to release footage of the interview. But we'll leave you with a sweeter moment of a lovely reunion between Adele and an influential teacher she had as a child. That's today's fix. Have a great day.